Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Mingwei Editorial Confirmation The pandemic situation is serious in China, but the Chinese Communist Party has been covering it up and lying about it for more than three years. On January 15, 2023, the founder of Falun Dafa, Master Li Hongzhi, revealed that over 400 million people have died in China due to COVID in the past three plus years. The number will reach 500 million when this wave of pandemic ends. Here, we hope Falun Dafa practitioners in China make the best use of time telling facts and saving people, while paying close attention to important information on the Mingwei website. Taipei Practitioners wish Falun Dafa founder a happy Chinese New Year. After many days of cold, gloomy weather, the sun shone clear and bright on January 8th as practitioners in northern Taiwan gathered in a local stadium to wish the founder of Falun Dafa a happy Chinese New Year. Those gathered read from the Falun Dafa teachings, shared cultivation experiences, and took a group photo for Master Li Hongzhi. The gathered practitioners shouted in unison, Happy Chinese New Year, Master! Falun Dafa is great! Jingwen said that her life took a whole new meaning after she began practicing Falun Dafa around a decade and a half ago. She recounted that her mother felt great after she began practicing Falun Dafa. The mother suggested that her daughter read the main book, Zhuan Falun. The young woman then attended the nine-day introductory classes. Jingwen recalled, Before I attended the class, my leg was fractured in a car accident. During the class, I noticed Master sat in the full lotus position. I thought I should sit as he did. To my surprise, I quickly recovered from my injury. Both mother and daughter were transformed physically and mentally. Besides the considerable improvement in Jingwen's health, an even greater surprise has been the change in her mindset. She said that she now understands the true purpose of life and how to conduct herself. Her attitude has become very positive and relationships have improved. Jingwen wants to say to Master, You gave me a new lease on life. I am grateful for having found Dafa in this lifetime. Thank you, Master. Peirong has been practicing cultivation for 19 years. Previously, she was depressed and had a fear of crowds. She resented her mother for being strict with her and losing her temper. Peirong confessed that her resentment was intense. Now she has a friendly relationship with her mother and is able to speak to her openly. Peirong also learned to respect and get along with her husband through following the teachings of Dafa. Jinglong, Peirong's husband, feels the same way. He said, When I put Master's teachings into practice, and look at myself in conflicts, 
I experience many extraordinary changes. The husband recounted how he first took up the practice, saying, I noticed my mother did not buy anything for herself. The first time she spent money on herself, she bought Falandafa books. I was worried my mother was being misled, so I read Dwanfalun. I decided Falandafa was excellent and I joined my mother in practicing cultivation. After previously being prone to illness, he reported that he is now in great health. He said, Since taking up the practice 23 years ago, I have not gone to the hospital once. In the coming new year, I want to thank Master for teaching us such an amazing practice. Engineer Yu Ting's poor health improved after she started to practice Falandafa. Her grandparents' health issues were resolved after they began practicing too. The engineer feels it is a great honor to be a Dafa disciple. She said, No matter how things change in the external environment, my heart is no longer fearful and anxious. I learned to deal with things in a calm manner. Master suffered so much for us. The only way I can repay him is by saving more people. Ireland. People learned Falun Dafa in a Dublin park. January 2nd was a public holiday in Ireland. Falun Dafa practitioners went to St. Stephen Green Park in the center of Dublin and did the Dafa exercises. The site is where local practitioners gather together every Sunday and teach the exercises to the public. Although the weather was cold, the air was fresh, and the sun was shining, many people stopped to watch. Some took pictures, and others wanted to learn the exercises. Victoria is a Dubliner who joined the group in the park a few months ago. She said, The first time I did the exercises, I felt that Falun Dafa was so peaceful, and the exercises were so gentle. Thus began her Dafa cultivation practice. She said that her life has changed a lot these past few months. Before she began practicing, she suffered from occasional depression and frequently worried about trivial things. After she began practicing Dafa, she became more cheerful and began to actively face her problems. Now she feels that her life is flourishing and full of sunshine every day. Luke and Philippe were strolling through the park and stopped to talk with practitioners. Practitioner Michael showed them the exercises and explained that the book, Juan Fallen, guides practitioners in their daily lives. After trying the exercises, the young men talked about their experiences. Luke is a native Dubliner. He has seen practitioners on the street before and was very interested in learning more about Falun Dafa. After he did the full set of exercises for two hours, he said he felt comfortable with strong energy and that this practice was clean. Luke said, I often suffer from insomnia and I will definitely have a good night's sleep after doing the exercises today. Philippe from Brazil said, This is the first time I've heard of Falun Dafa. I finished all five exercises. I could do the full lotus position when we meditated. He said he was happy to learn the exercises. They made him feel peaceful 
and relaxed. Hebe woman dies days after being released from brainwashing center. Falun Dafa practitioner Zhong Ming was near death when she was released from the Itouan brainwashing center. She had been incarcerated for eight months. When released, she was emancipated and had difficulty speaking. Zhong Ming passed away on January 1, 2023, six days after she was taken home. Since the Chinese Communist regime started to persecute Falun Gong in 1999, the 610 Office, an extra-legal agency created specifically to oversee the persecution, has set up brainwashing centers across the country to target Falun Gong practitioners under the guise of a legal education center or care center. The brainwashing center functions as black jails where Falun Gong practitioners could be held without term limits and are subject to physical torture, mental manipulation, and involuntary drug administration. In Wuhan, the capital city of Hebei, the authorities have set up 10 new brainwashing centers since 2021 as a part of the Zero Out campaign, which targets all practitioners on the government's blacklist in order to force them to renounce Falun Gong. Seven practitioners, including Ms. Zhong, Ms. Tang Yuenan, Ms. Li Ming, Ms. Ding, Ms. Ling, Ms. Xiao, and Ms. Yu, were arrested on April 18, 2022, near a supermarket. Most of those targeted were elderly, in their 60s and 70s. Ms. Xiao is in her 80s. According to a witness, one practitioner was knocked to the ground and then arrested by four officers. Others were arrested after being reported for distributing informational materials about Falun Gong in a nearby neighborhood. All of them were taken to the Itouan Brainwashing Center the next day. When the Brainwashing Center staff members ordered Miss Zhong's family to pick her up on December 26, 2022, she was already on the verge of death. She was frail and emancipated. Her hair had turned gray and she had difficulty speaking. Her family took her to the hospital on the first day of 2023, but the doctor refused to treat her. She died in the hospital hours later. Thus ended one upright person's experience of repeated arrest, detention, and torture for practicing Falun Dafa. Zhong Ming will be remembered. Shen Yun performs in the UK, Germany, Japan, and the US. They're serving the world. From January 4th through the 8th, Shen Yun Dance Company shared the beauty of China before communism with theater goers in the United Kingdom, Japan, Germany, and the US states of Florida, Georgia, California, Texas, and Virginia. Sold-out performances and packed houses were frequent. Theater-goers were wowed and had much to say. Retired California Superior Court Judge Quentin Kopp saw Shen Yun in San Francisco on January 8. He had seen Shen Yun perform five other times. Judge Kopp offered, 
I think Shenyang is better than any other program I've seen before. What appealed most to me was the challenging dancing. As far as I know, in America, or maybe the world, no other outstanding orchestra is able to produce music like Shenyang's. Dr. Claudio D. Davino and his wife Mary saw Shenyang in Norfolk, Virginia, on January 7th. Shenyun's opening piece depicts divine beings following the Creator to descend to the earth and establish Chinese civilization. As a scholar of religions, the concept of a Creator was not at all foreign to him. Dr. Davino showed a deep appreciation for the piece. He said, We are not here because of evolution. We are not here because of atheism. We believe in a Creator. We believe in someone who's above us. He created us for our missions. The scholar said, It's an amazing show. He also expressed his respect for Shenyun's artistic director, D.F. The educator stated, I'd love to meet him. I'm impressed with everything he has been doing and the message that he brings to all the people in the world. On the evening of January 4th, Architect Patricia Quosig and her family saw Shenyun in Berlin, Germany. Ms. Quosig was struck by the purity and self-discipline of the Shenyun dancers. She said there was absolutely no attention to the individual. They showed the whole. It's very beautiful, and so the audience doesn't focus on the individual but sees the dance itself, which is a force that the dance performers embody as a whole. I can hardly find words to describe it. I was completely overwhelmed. Her mother, Christina, praised the Shenyun dancers, not only for their skill, but also for their dedication to their roles. She shared, We should revive the traditions, not just in one country, but in all countries all over the world. Business owner Douglas Andrew Laird attended a Shenyun performance in Birmingham, UK, on January 8th. He said, It's a marvelous show and a marvelous presentation. They're serving the world. I just hope they'll continue and become larger and spread to every community and country around the world so every nation, press, leaders, and presidents, and everybody gets the flavor and the message in their hearts and in their lives. Tong Yisong is a Chinese student who has been in the U.S. for nine months. He saw Shenyun in San Francisco on January 6th. Tong shared that Shenyun artists are a group of people with high morality. Tong said, They're people with a high sense of justice and conscience, and very kind. Their sense of morality is very strong. This is a spiritual state that mainland China is lacking right now. So the future China will need people like this to change people's morality and rebuild mainland Chinese's moral values. Slovakia. Falandafa practitioners hold candlelight vigil in front of the Chinese embassy in Bratislava. Falandafa practitioners held a candlelight vigil in front of the Chinese embassy in Bratislava 
the capital city of Slovakia, on December 31st. The event was to commemorate fellow practitioners who died during the persecution. Banners were displayed to help raise public awareness of the 23-year-long persecution targeting practitioners in China. Understanding the true nature of the Chinese Communist Party, also known as the CCP, is the key in stopping the crimes against humanity being perpetrated against the peaceful practice. As evening quietly descended on the city, the practitioners lit candles to commemorate fellow practitioners who have died, as well as those who are still being persecuted in China. Some messages conveyed on banners read, Falun Dafa is good, in memory of tens of thousands of Falun Dafa practitioners killed in the persecution, and Heaven eliminates the CCP and blesses China. Quit the CCP and its organizations to stay safe. There was also a banner that let people know that they could oppose the persecution of Falun Dafa by signing an available petition. When passers-by saw the practitioner's peaceful protest, many came over to read the banners. One commented, We have good people here. Stockholm, Sweden, raising awareness of the persecution in front of Nobel Prize Museum. Practitioners conducted activities in front of the Nobel Prize Museum in Stockholm, Sweden, on January 7th. Braving the wind and snow, they told people about Falun Dafa and its principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. Practitioners also explained details of the 23-year-long persecution of the practice and collected signatures calling for its end. In 2022 alone, at least 7,331 Falun Dafa practitioners were arrested and harassed. Since July 1999, the CCP has implemented a genocidal policy against Falun Dafa and has continued to persecute practitioners. Practitioner Johan was the event organizer and said, The truth clarification activities we hold remind people that the CCP has persecuted Falun Dafa practitioners for years. It is still going on. He noted that as beneficiaries of practicing truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, Practitioners have a responsibility to help the world's people learn about the CCP's true nature and not be misled. A couple from Chile talked with Johan for a long time. The gentleman was an engineer working in a mine in Chile. He was indignant after learning about the CCP's organ harvesting. He said that the CCP will do anything for money. He shared, I know something about the CCP's brutality. The ambassador of the Chinese embassy personally required us to buy certain products from China. Otherwise, they would not cooperate with us. Those products were inferior and made by slave labor in China. The couple signed the petition against the persecution and took photos. The man said he worked in a community organization and would organize a press conference to spread the word. Don is an ice hockey player 
and Dima is a photographer. When the two young people passed by the event site, they listened attentively as the persecution was described by Daniel, a practitioner attending college. Outraged over the live organ harvesting, the two signed the petition without hesitation. They said everyone should help to stop this persecution. Daniel was happy to see the event awakened several young people's sense of justice. He said the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners, especially the forced organ harvesting, is beyond words. We expose the party's crimes and hope more people pay attention. Mr. Lee, a Falun Dafa practitioner, joined the event after finishing his night shift at work. Lee shared that his relatives in China recovered from COVID-19 recently after reciting the two phrases, Falun Dafa is good, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. He discovered this when he called a niece in China during the new year. The niece said excitedly, we've been looking forward to your call. We have recited the phrase, Falun Dafa is good, and we know it saved us. Everything you told me is true. A week before, the octogenarian mother of Mr. Lee's niece tested positive for COVID. Soon after, both the niece and her husband were infected. They had no medical treatment and no medicine and were in great pain. The elderly woman was dying. The niece reported, In desperation, I recalled the two phrases you told me. They sincerely recited the phrases every day. To their amazement, their physical conditions improved day by day and all soon recovered. Mr. Lee said that his niece has a large family. She reported that the whole family already quit the CCP organizations. The niece also said that she told all members of the family that they must remember the two phrases and recite them every day. This whole experience made them deeply admire Falun Dafa. Xin Yun continues tours in Germany, the United States, and Japan. After the new year, the Xin Yun Performing Arts Dance Companies continued their 2023 world tours with performances in the United States, Germany, and Japan. One of the touring companies arrived in London to kick off the company's United Kingdom tour. North Carolina State Representative Frank Eiler saw Shenyan in North Charleston, South Carolina, on January 2nd. He commented, It's fantastic. As a child, I always wanted to go to China. Today, I would not go because of the politics in China. Former ballerina Juanita Roy and her husband Jose saw Xinyin in San Jose on the New Year's Day. She said, I came to see the exquisite classical training. It's so present in everything they do. It's beautiful and exquisite. The dancer offered that they are her heroes. She also noted that it is crucial for people to remember their cultural traditions because without striving for the divine, we are just living to suffer. Referring to Shen Yun's dance piece depicting the Chinese Communist Party's persecution of Falun Gong, her husband observed that China's communist regime is committing crimes against humanity 
and that it is a demonic movement, the gentleman added, it will breed catastrophe if you don't compare all the data and think for yourself. That's how you know who's telling the truth. Award-winning TV host Tom James saw Shen Yun in Gainesville, Florida on January 3rd. He said, Shen Yun is very outstanding. It is eye-opening. This is the story we need to know. Mr. James was deeply impressed by the Sopranos' bel canto performance. Former Ukrainian dancer Anastasia Morinko attended the Shen Yun performance in Berlin, Germany on January 1st. Speaking of the dancers, Miss Marinko said that they had superb skills at the highest level she has ever seen. She found the orchestra amazing and elaborated. The dance moves and the music matched very well, seamlessly. Construction company president Don Neff attended a Shenyan performance in Miami, Florida on January 1st. He said, Everything was amazing and very inspiring. He bought the book Falun Gong in the theater lobby. Chinese native Mr. Yuan was brought to tears after seeing a performance. He said that he hopes that Shen Yin can perform in China. Yuan shared, Traditional Chinese culture is very precious for the spirit of our Chinese ethnicity. The Shen Yin New York Company flew to the United Kingdom after completing performances in Boston. The group arrived in Heathrow Airport in London on January 2nd and was welcomed by local fans, according to the Epoch Times. Principal dancer for the Shen Yin New York Company, Yu Ting Huang, offered an insight into how Shen Yin dancers are able to achieve perfect synchronization. He said, When we conduct ourselves in our daily life, we first consider other people and put others first. When on stage, when we dance together, we take care of each other and look out for one another. Shen Yin New York Company principal dancer Michelle Lin said, We do meditation in between the shows to rechannel our energy and relax and rewind. It really helps us throughout the shows. Harpist Shirley Guo said, For us, we're all here for one purpose, and it's to bring goodness to humanity, to bring more faith into humanity and to touch upon people's spiritual side. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.